Hello and welcome to the Lotto Love Podcast. Any lotto the way. Lotto lotto. Till the very next day. We're going to make a better song next week. Maybe. I'm starting to get a little attached to it though. Anyway, I'm Mom. And I'm Aiden. And we're here to bring you cutting edge reptile news, updates, education with maybe a little dash of hilarity. Oh, yeah. All right, Kool-Aid man. So um, this episode, we have all kinds of fun reptilian things for you. We'll do some weekly updates on our own brood of scaly friends. And then we have an update on Bearded Dragon Watch 2022. And we... Bearded Dragon Watch 2022. Yeah, I thought we brought it up last episode. Oh, I I don't think we did. Oh, okay. Well, we will explain that. And then um, we will also talk about our reptilian featured friend of the week. Last week, we did cover the gargoyle gecko, of which we have Carla, who we are very fond of. Yeah, it was uh, pretty convenient that we chose that to be the one of the week. Hey, we wanted to start out strong, so we had to go with something we were familiar with. And I will be the one here giving you all the news on this week's Reptile of the Week. More of that coming soon. Yes, we will leave you in suspense over... For what it's going to be. So, all right, this week in our home reptile news, Peaches, the corn snake, is still going through her shed. This one has not gone as easy as the first one. Not as peachy. Yeah, so she just, her, last time, she literally just, like, crawled out of her skin, and it looked like a... It looked like a snake, like, just laying in the bottom of the tank, only it was dead skin so that was awkward so it was pretty cool but this time it's come off in weird chunks and it just hasn't been as as pretty and and uh i don't know it's just not been as easy as it was the first time. right we've done a couple soaks she did a soak today it's almost all off her head's out she has eaten i'm not super concerned about it and then Carla, like, right away did a shed as soon as we got her. And that went through just fine. She got all the way through the shed. Everything looks good. She's happy. She's eating. She really, really likes the, um, I think it's Zoomed crested gecko food and watermelon. Like, she will eat that off of a spoon all day long. It's, like, super cute. Nice. So how are the Lottles doing, Aiden? Uh, the Lottles, um, the copper one has started two tong feet, which I think is pretty cool. Um, the green one, we have not, uh, seen super active in a, in a couple of days. We're going to start doing some research on it now, uh, to see what's going on and, um, just kind of figure life out. We're hoping he's not stuck in a crevasse. Oh, wait, like that eggs lotto right there? Oh, is that the green one? Yeah. (laughs) He's good. Yeah, but you see, the Lottles podcast with us, they're just a silent partner. Yeah. Um. No, he's... um. Okay, so change that. He has been seen. He was seen about one second ago, and he's still trying to climb through the plant. And he's super happy. Yeah, look at him go. Yeah, that's the green one. Is it? For uh-huh. sure? Okay, 
because I just saw the copper one over there like a minute ago. They are definitely growing. They look so much bigger than when we first got them. Yeah, I know, like, and it's so, really it's so good. I'm so happy. They say blub blub. They do say blub blub. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else exciting on our end. Um, I, I want to get into Bearded Dragon. 2022. So, okay, I've got a really good friend at work. His name's Rob, and he brings... Shout out! Yes, Rob Ulrey, if you listen to this, because I know you follow my Facebook page. I know you do. You are, like, amazing. So, anyway, um, he breeds bearded dragons, and he has a clutch that has been about ready to hatch for a couple weeks, so... We've just been waiting with bated breath for this clutch to hatch. So I've lovingly named it Bearded Dragon Watch. And I swore we covered it in the last episode, but maybe we didn't. So um, we've been waiting. And just, I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Um, he sent me a message, and there were little pips through the eggs. So it looks like um, one of them had hatched. I got a picture of a really cute little baby bearded, so we're waiting on the rest of the clutch to hatch and see how they're doing. So I will post pictures because baby beardeds are so stinking cute. I will post a picture of the baby beardeds so you can see their cuteness. I wish we, like, if I ever bred bearded dragons, I would do, like, a baby bearded cam. Like, you know how they do, like, the birth cams, like, for the zoos, like, for the giraffes and the hippos? I would have a bearded, baby bearded cam, so. A long, a long time ago, in, in a galaxy far, far away, um, I was third grade, and we were hatching chick eggs, which was pretty cool. And the, like, tech director of the school had, like, a live chick hatching thing up on YouTube and we watched it like every night and it was really cool and we got to see him hatch. So, um, you know, something like that for, um, you know, Bearded Dragons I think would be really cool personally. I know, but we're, we're a long way away from breeding because we don't even have one yet. So... If I got more comfortable and had more time, then yeah, well, while you guys are like younger in grade school, no, but I could definitely see that being a hobby for myself in the future. But right now, I'm just trying to get through having two children. Well, facts. And the fact that it was, I'm like, I want to get really, really good at the husbandry side of it taking care of them, like, making sure they're thriving, doing more research. Like, I'm not to that point yet where I would even want to broach into breeding, but it's definitely something I would consider down the road. Can we please name our bearded dragon Mr. Spud? Um, I want to name it Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. It's been about three days since my last fish. <laughs> Fish all friends, not food. <laughs> what accent is that? Um, I I don't know. I I think it's supposed to be British, but when we do it, it's not. It's more like an undetermined accent. <laughs> it's been three weeks since my. Oh no, that's that's Australian. 
idea. <laughs> Can we say that on the air? Fastest. It's Australian for beer. I mean, this is, I, last time I had to do a warning because I'm, I have a hard time making it through half an hour of my life without dropping some kind of cuss word, so. Even then, there are things whispered under the breath that nobody hears, so. Warning. This podcast may contain adult language. I put this podcast under not being, uh, for, you know, being not. I put it under being safe for work. So don't. All right, I'll be good. Don't screw that up for me. I'll, I'll try not to. I don't want to screw that up for us because this is kind of our baby. Fast. Um, whenever <laughs> we, uh, we're going to have to do something special for the 24th episode. We have our podcast will have so many episodes. It can be like. Oh, but you can't. Maybe I'll have a glass of wine and you can watch me drink it. I'll have uh, flavored water. <laughs> I'll get you that like sparkling grape juice that you don't even like because it's got fizz in it. Oh, I hate that. Okay, so Aiden hates anything fizzy. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, like he won't drink pop. He won't drink anything with fizz. Absolutely nothing. And I've tried a couple times to get him to try fizzy drinks and he just looks at me like I'm trying to kill him. And... It's not a bad thing because I'm fat enough already, but whenever you go out to, like, parties and, like, oh, we only have, like, Mountain Dew or, like, beer, you kind of think of the other people. They're like, we've got Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, and Aiden just glares. Like, uh, excuse me, do you have something called water? Or lemonade. You drink a lot of lemonade. Um... I drink lemonade whenever I go out to restaurants. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you go out places, you drink a lot of lemonade. I drink a lot of water. Like, I carry this humongous water bottle with me everywhere I go. He's like, it's like he's a camel and it's his external hump. (laughs) What? Did that just get awkward? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. I I just made it awkward. From bearded dragons to camels. And your external hump. Stop. <laughs> That's not necessary. It's so necessary. Um. No. So we were gonna do bearded dragon watch. We were doing. We got updated on our personal reptiles. Lottle. Yes, we have. We found our missing lottle while you guys were listening. You guys were a part of that. That's for us. so cool. Don't you guys feel like you're a part of things I now? I hope you all feel so special. You got uh, you got to experience the relief with us. Well, I have a loud voice. Yeah, it is. So anyway, you got to experience it with us. Yay! Yay! Woo! Throw a party. I mean, I'm always down. So then that leaves... Rest. Right, Aiden covered this one since I did the gargoyle gecko last week. So Aiden's doing drum roll. Oh my goodness! Okay, so yes, thank you for the microphone. We are doing Argentine tegus. Argentine tegus. Yes, they're different 
kinds of tegus? There are. There's like black tegus and there's a bunch of different ones. But th- we are specifically focusing on the Argentine tegus. Are you racist when it comes to tegus? I am not racist. When <laughs> you love all tegus. Yes. Really? Yes. Um, TLM, tegu lives matter. They do though. Um, tegus always matter. So we have everything, you know, pulled up and ready to... Uh, roll. So here, so if you want to get an Argentine tegu, that's great, wonderful. Make sure that you have the right home for it, because tegus require UVB lighting, which can. Congratulations on the purchase of your Argentine tegu. Oh God! <laughs> like I said, they requ- <laughs> <laughs> they require UVB lighting, which can easily be found in terrarium hoods. The tank needs to have a hot basking spot which can be obtained by using red heat bulbs because they like to bask like a cat. Like I have a hot basking spot? No, because you will be complaining that it's too warm. Probably. As for bedding, but though... I could get a tan. Excuse me. What? I'm trying to talk. Yeah, that's not successful. As for bedding, they need either cypress mulch or coconut coir, and they'll need a lot of it considering they like to burrow a lot, some say like four feet deep, something like that. So you want to stay away from like a sand bed? Uh, yeah, dusty substrates are toxic for them. It should not be used. I think it's four inches. It's either four inches or four feet. So what about like a, a um, aspen like I use for um, peaches? Is it dusty? I mean, I don't think think so. If it's not dusty, then it's okay, but like... Um, they, the best thing you can get is either cypress mulch or coconut coir. Like the coconut fiber like we use for Yeah, yeah, Carla. for Carla. Okay. Yeah, that's the stuff that you soak in water and it expands, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's the, the, the brick of coconut bedding. Give it water and it gets fat. Um, tegus. That's like me. Te- <laughs> Jesus. Tegus also like to soak, like, in water. So give them a water dish big enough to do so now now when um, they're like eight feet long like you're gonna need just a pond in your house have fun financing that one i mean a baby pool would probably work honestly where are you gonna put that in your house i mean we could put one in the florida room no i like my florida room yeah but uh, it's large so you could you could sacrifice some for a tegu pool hey mom what? If these people want their tegus, then we got to tell them what habitats they get, so please. I mean, I'm just discussing. We've got plenty of time. So hatchlings uh, can be housed in 20-gallon terrariums, you know, um, minimum. Juveniles uh, can be housed in 80-gallon terrariums. And as they grow, adults should be in in a terrarium that is at least 8 by 4 by 4 feet. Yeah, like what we're in right now. Well, yours is bigger than that. I guess. More like my little brother's. But when you move out, this room is probably going to be like a tegu or monitor room. That's slight. He's just going to have his own bedroom. I'm slightly... Okay, that's cool. It is cool. And then, obviously, it might be nice if you feed your tegu. I mean, that's kind of preferred. Or it might eat your face. Or it might eat your face. Or die. Or... But it might eat your face worse. Um, or both. It might die while eating your face. Can you not? 
Babies and children eat small, medium-sized insects, preferably crickets. What and about mealworms? Waxworms? Are those insects? Are you? <laughs> are they insects? Yes. If they're in. If what about the little roaches? Stop. Um. So yeah, they'll eat like little insects and crickets. I mean, they also eat like other bugs that like aren't just insects, as well. Um, adults can eat rodents, chicks, fish, eggs, and larger insects, and hatchlings eat every day until they are about three years old. Oh jeez. Yeah. So hopefully. Be prepared for reptile care. Make sure you have a sitter lined up if you go on vacation. Once they and make sure that sitter knows what the heck they're doing. Yeah. Make sure that they don't feed it like your pet. That would be bad. Yeah. Once they reach this age, they should. Once they reach about three years old, they should be fed about every other day. And adults can be fed two to four times a week. They should be tongue fed as hand feeding is not recommended. If you like your fingers, then you won't. Tongs. Now, here's some more basic care that you should do. Hey, I have a question on the insects. What? Do you need to dust? I didn't see anything where it said you needed to dust okay. at all. I mean, I always recommend... Um, but gut, gut loading your crickets. So, um, Fluker's, I know, makes a really good cricket food. So, if you go, like, just buy your crickets and then put them in, like, a little cricket habitat in your house so you don't have to go to the pet store so much. I um, They do make, Fluker's makes a really good cricket water. It's like a cube. It's like a gel cube, and it's, like, wet, so it won't drown your crickets. But they can get moisture off of it, and it is vitamin enriched, and so is their dust, their, not dust, but like a powder cricket food. Um, so when you gut load your crickets, it makes it nu more nutritious for your reptiles. Mm, nutrients. Uh, so here's some more basic care facts for your Argentine tegu. Um, a deep cleaning of the cage should happen monthly using a 1 to 10 ratio dilution of bleach when the tegu is not... In the cage. If you use a tub... Do not bleach your tegu. That might end badly. If you use a tub, like, for the soaking, um, do not leave it unsupervised, and don't let it go over the tegu's shoulders. It will drown. You may pet the tegu while it eats. It might take a minute uh, but for it to get used to that, so, you know, just kind of be gentle. And gradually, the tegu will start to come to your scent. It will recognize it. And don't put your hand in the tegu's mouth. You know that meme that says that, like, it says that people, that, like, we all think that we've gotten s smarter, but, like, 50 years ago, car manuals said, like, how to work a car, and now it says don't to drink the contents of the battery. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Right, but people stick their heads in alligator mouths, so I just feel like I should put that out there. Stop it! Do that. You need some help. <laughs> if you're putting your face into it, like honestly, I bet its breath smells really bad. It probably smells like fish and death. Um. Also, if death fish, it smells like death fish. Piranhas. Death piranhas. Yes. So okay, okay. My question now is if. You have an alligator that eats p 
piranhas, but swallows it whole. Will the piranhas eat the inside of the alligator before they die? Uh, you better hope not. I mean, that would be kind of like karma, though. Like, oh, you ate me? Ha ha! I will have the last laugh. I bet that's exactly what piranhas sound like. Yeah, and that's what they're thinking in their tiny brain. Oh, I have a tiny brain. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. So, yeah, don't don't put things in your tegu's mouth that don't belong there, especially if they are attached to your body. Also, if you have any, like, recommendations for Species of the Week, please let us know. We will gladly take, you know, any sorts of suggestions. Also, if we missed anything, um, which, yeah, we did. What about lighting? Lighting? Um, I I, I talked about lighting. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I said they use UVB lighting, which can easily be found in terrarium hoods. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) Maybe. He totally talked about lighting. So, um, maybe it would be a good idea if people would pay attention. Yeah, <coughs> yeah audience, pay attention. Anyways. I mean, love you guys. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. We love our listeners. Our listeners are the best. Did you ever, like, own a Tegu? Um, I have not owned one at home. But when I managed a pet store, I had one in there, and it was really fun. Did you name it Potato? No, they don't look like potatoes. Bearded dragons look like potatoes. Oh, yeah, okay. And lychee geckos look like 70s couches. Oh, God. Of course they do. I'm Uh. trying to think of of Tegu questions that I may have for you. So what area did they originate in? Argentina. Argentine tegus. Yeah, but like, are there other areas of the world where tegus reside? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, a bunch of different types of um, tegus. Now, I couldn't tell you where all um, they, you know, are from. But, I mean, they're not just from Argentina. And what's their maximum size? Um. Oh, my God. I read it, and I don't remember it. It was like... I read it. I think I can look that up. I'm going to find this. Oh my god, did I not put it in here? I am so sorry. That was a stupid idea. <laughs> really, really yeah, big. I, for real, please. No. Uh-huh. Really, really big. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can walk it on a hardest big. <laughs> you, um... I've seen, like, them on harnesses before. Five feet in length. Yeah, so it's, like, almost as big as me. And if you're a midget, it could be bigger than you. That's offensive. (laughs) I'm sorry, little person. It could be bigger than you if you're a little person. Why are you so offensive? Little people, big world. Stop. Little people, big tegu. Stop. No, we're not. Listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they are way more offensive than I am. Okay, well, that's good. I feel safe now. <laughs> that makes them feel covered. Like, okay, carry on, Mom. 
As long as other people are more offensive than we are, you are fine. We could be worse. That's our slogan. We could be worse. We are the most mediocreest reptile podcast you will find on Spotify. But we could be worse. We're the best at being the most average. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we are proud of our averagidity. Yeah. Boom. Don't take that away from us. Averagidity. I totally made a word. That's so cool. Guys, pull out your dictionaries. Look that up in your Webster's. Yeah, tell Webster to shove it and type that in your dictionary. Or oh, write. my God. You're getting so violent. Why are you taking it out on the dictionary? What did it do to you? Um, It fell apart and I had to throw it away. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. I what did huge, you do? I used to have a huge dictionary. I know, and you used to read it. I know, when I was like eight. <laughs> That's why you have like this randomly large vocabulary. Like abnormal. <laughs> like I didn't know what abnormal was until I read the entire eight sections of this dictionary. Averagidity. That was not in there. That I remember. It I never got past halfway the B sections. <laughs> I remember like stopping like a quarter of the way through the B section because I got bored and I never got past it. Did you get to words like Bastille? What? I don't even know what that means. That's I, a that's a that's a singer. Oh, I thought it was like a town somewhere. <laughs> no, it's a Like I'm gonna go to vacation in Bastille. It might be, but like I don't know, maybe I think That just got really awkward. No, the the <laughs> artist's name is Bas Bastille, but you're like weird. We could be worse, though. Yes. Thanks for enjoying our averagidity. Yeah, and thanks for enjoying us, because I think we've covered just about everything. So, in conclusion, what I would like to try and say... We could be worse. <laughs> is... Okay, shedding. Shedding. Good. Shed. Ish. Sort of. Other shed. Went great. Found an axolotl. Axolotl found. Tegu talked about. And enlarge. Enlarge. And if you're a little person, <laughs> you're screwed. <laughs> Don't buy an axolotl. Or not an axolotl. Tegu. <laughs> Don't buy a Tegu if you're a little person. If you're a little person, you can have an axolotl. They're fine. They will not get bigger. I just leaned so hard. <laughs> you really did. I think you just blew your trachea. <laughs> I did. Respiratory therapist mom is going to have to go into action. Like, I'll go into a phone booth and I'll come out in my scrubs with an inhaler God, and be like. Stop. <laughs> but in all serious seriousness, please have a nice week. It could be worse. It could be worse. I'm Aiden. And I'm mom. And we are not very It's a lot away. You said that completely. Wrong. I know I did. Yeah, just and we lot away. Lot a lot. Till the very next day. Bye, children. <laughs>